Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to my podcast, Live Your Best Life Every Day. My name is Stefan Dajo, and today's topic is going to be about mindset and thought management. We have a very special guest today named Tony. He is a mindset curator, and he'll be sharing with us tips and insights on how to effectively accomplish thought management. Hello, Tony. How are you doing? Good. Thank you very much, Stefan. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you online today. Thank you for having me here. That is great. So how about you tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive further into this? Absolutely. I'd love to. Um, so I'm, my name is Tony. Um, I come from a country in the far east corner of the world called New Zealand. My dad is of Māori heritage. Um, for those of you who don't know what Māori people are, they're the indigenous people of New Zealand. And my beautiful mum is all the way from a small little island called Samoa in the Pacific. And if you don't know Samoa, it's a little country that sits next to Fiji and Tonga. Um, I've been living here in Dubai for the last eight years. Um, and I am currently a mindset coach. Um, I'm very passionate about psychology and understanding how we think, how we behave, um, and how that affects the way we show up in life. That's so, yeah, great. That's me. That is great. We're going to be developing further on the thought part of what you just said. And uh, Tony, when we think about thoughts, uh, the first thing that comes to me is the foundation of basically everything that we do. Now, when it comes to you, how have you encountered issues related to thoughts management in your earlier life? Um, I suppose for me, it started um, very early on in my childhood. Um, one thing I distinctly remember as a child is that I needed everything to add up. I needed things to show up in patterns to, for things to make sense. Um, and as life kind of developed, I recognized that a lot of things didn't add up. And that was something that I was very curious about. Um, when I went to school, when I started to interact with my peers, um, when I started to learn about other people, I recognized that um, there were a lot of patterns and things didn't really add up in terms of my background and where I came from. And I really wanted to understand that. Um, and so as my curiosity developed, I recognized that there was a lot of power in the way that we think. Um, and I suppose one of, one of the most distinct memories that I have was that uh, there was an event that happened um, growing up and it involved um, a lot of family members. And in the Samoan culture, in the Pacific culture, we like to meet and discuss things. And I remember sitting in that meeting and just hearing a variation of versions of that particular event. And it was at that point that I recognised everybody has a very different perspective. Everybody has a very different way of um, perceiving things that happened. And that was when I recognised the power of your thoughts um, and how dangerous those can be if we're not monitoring them or observing um, how they show up and, and the way we translate um, our lives in the world. Hmm. Very interesting. So it means that at some point you you kind of like had exposure to, you know, to the struggles that one person can face. And of course, the process that you actually had to undergo 
in order for you to reach the point where you decided to take control over your thoughts. Now, how was it for you at first? Um, it was a real struggle because by nature, I'm not someone that was taught to think for myself. Um, coming from a very big family and um, a community-based kind of culture, um, decisions are made for you. Oh, yeah. There is no space for you to be creative or to be um, innovative. And so you just follow what, what you're told to do. Um, and then obviously as I kind of became an, an adult, I recognized that, oh, I actually need to start thinking and I need to start making decisions for myself. Um, and I recognized in that process that I was actually at the mercy of my life. And that's actually something that I discovered that a lot of my clients come to me when they come to me for mindset coaching. They feel or they believe that we are at the mercy of our lives, that we're at the mercy of our situations or circumstances that we face in life. Um, and through mindset coaching, we actually take a closer look at that and recognize that it's not the situations or circumstances that show up in life that cause us to feel in a certain way. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people that come to me, they say, well, she made me feel this way, or he made me feel that way, or when that happened, it's, that this is how it made me feel. Um, but upon closer inspection, it's actually the thoughts that we have about our situations or around our circumstances that create the emotions that we feel. Um, and so that's the uh, journey that we go through in mindset coaching. We take a very close look at the way that we're thinking. Um, in order to create the emotions that we're feeling and therefore um, the actions that we take and the results that we get. Wow. So basically it comes in four steps, which is the thought part, the emotion part, the action and the result. Correct. That's the, that's the tool that I teach. Um, and it's one of the tools that I actually learned from one of my favorite teachers, um, Brooke Castillo. Um, and basically we look at a thought model. Yeah. Basically we break everything down and we understand, the way that we understand psychology is that the thought that we think creates an emotion. An emotion is what drives our action. Yeah. Our actions then give us our results. Um, and the most powerful thing that I kind of learned from that was that our actions are literally driven by our emotions. There is no action that anyone will ever take on this planet unless they are feeling a certain way. So our emotions, the way that we feel, they are what drive our action or even our inaction. And that's what gives us our results. And um, a lot of people focus in on their, their action and they try and change their, their actions to try and um, get the results that they want, which in in reality kind of makes sense, right? If you take a step back and have a look at that, it makes sense to change your actions so that you can get better results. That's right. But in mindset coaching, what we do is we take a, a, a deeper look at the whole um, process and we look at the, the emotions that are driving our actions. And there hasn't been a situation yet that I have come across that this doesn't work well, that this doesn't um, provide clarity for. Because when you study it, 
your emotions 100% drive all of your actions. And so when we get to the root cause of your emotions, they are what we are thinking. And a lot of people don't really know what they're thinking. And that's what is probably the most alarming thing about what I've discovered over the last couple of years is that we're all on autopilot. We're all just drifting through life and we're allowing life to happen to us. Whereas life should be happening from us. Now, I love what you said uh, when you said that so many people are not even aware of what they are thinking, you know, or basically their thought process. And uh, in a city like Dubai, where I have encountered so many people who actually go about living that kind of way, how do you bring somebody's attention, you know, from looking from an outside perspective into focusing on what's happening within? That's probably the very first step that we work on uh, when somebody comes to me for mindset coaching. Um, the first step is awareness. And awareness. that process, what that process looks like is um, distinguishing the difference between your brain and you. And that's something that a lot of people don't actually know a lot about. They think that they are their brain. But if you take the time to actually listen and observe your thinking, you'll be able to separate yourself from your brain and recognize that your brain should be working for you, not controlling you. Mm, okay. um, it's a very difficult thing to explain in words unless you go through the process of actually trying to observe your mind and trying to observe the thoughts that are going through your mind. Um, a lot of people don't recognize this or know this, that the brain actually thinks between 40 to 000, sorry, forty to 60,000 thoughts in a day. Yeah. And so that's a lot of thoughts to be thinking. Um, and so we get overwhelmed and we just believe that we are our brain. We can actually separate ourselves from our brain or our mind and actually observe what the mind is doing. And from there, you'll be able to identify the thoughts that you're thinking and the root cause of what is driving your emotions. You know, a lot of people feel angry all the time or sad all the time, and they don't actually know why. They believe that it might be something that happened in their past, something that somebody is doing to them. Um... But what I know to be true, and I can't um, articulate this anymore because I've found this to be the most profound change in my life is when I recognize that it's the way that I'm thinking that it's driving the way that I'm feeling. Um, So sorry to answer your question, the first step that we would take um, to help people recognize um, how they're driven by their thoughts is just by observing. And so one of the tools that I really encourage people is meditation. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people aren't very open to meditation, but it is probably the most easiest way to just listen. Yeah. Um, not, not listening in terms of trying to respond or trying to change the way you're thinking. It's just taking 15 minutes out of your day just to listen, just to be still, just to stop, and just to listen to what your brain's doing and just observing it from a distance and not having any prejudices against the way that you're thinking. A lot of people that um, take time to start listening to their thoughts, the first re- reaction to that is, well, why am I thinking that? I want to change those thoughts. I need to th- think better thoughts. Um, but my encouragement is just to stop, observe, 
pay attention. And the more you observe and the more you pay attention to the way that you think, the more you understand how your mind, your mind operates. And from there is where you can take the most profound changes. That's great. Now, moving forward, um, let's say I embark on the journey to actually gain more control over my thoughts and manage them effectively. How do I do that? Well, that's a good question. Meditation is probably the best way to start. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people, when I introduce them to this tool, either tell me that they already have or that they can't do it. Yeah. I think there's this preconceived um, idea out there that meditation is just being very quiet or just being silent. Um, but what I've found to be true is that meditation is actually taking the time to observe your mind and yeah i guess the end goal is to kind of quiet the yes. mind um but the only way to quiet those thoughts is to actually understand what those thoughts are yeah. and so the first step that i would encourage anyone to do um is just to take a few minutes out every day just to listen and observe okay. sometimes um you could write those thoughts down i find that very helpful yeah. Um, when you write down what you're thinking and then coming back to it at the end of the day and just reading through what your brain's been thinking. Um, we call that uh, a thought dump or a thought download. Okay. Um, that's another way to observe your thoughts yeah. is journaling or what some people journal. Yeah. Um, but literally, if you just write down, you just start writing and you just let your mind loose onto a piece of paper. Um, and then... Once you've spent maybe 10 minutes writing, put it down, go away and get, get on with the rest of your day. And then when you come back later, maybe a few hours, you'll be able to look at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're reading somebody else's thoughts yes. and you'll be able to understand um, what's going on in your mind. Okay. And um, as a final step, uh, is it possible to perhaps take into consideration the action part? Like initially you said that we have the thought, we have the emotion, we have the action, and then we have the result. So if I manage to take care of the thought, automatically, if I understand clearly, that will also have an effect on my actions. Uh, sorry. Absolutely. On, on my emotions, then actions, and Correct. resulting into a better outcome that will eventually enhance my lifestyle. Am I right? Correct. So a lot of people that come to me want to jump into the action part of the equation because it makes a lot of sense to be be very practical about taking charge of your own life. Um, uh, An example I could give you maybe is somebody who would like to lose weight, for example. Yes. So the action that they would take is perhaps going to the gym every single day, um, adding a 15-minute walk after work, and also maybe making changes to their diet. Mm. And those are very powerful actions that you could take to impact your result. And you may have temporary results. But if you're not getting to the root cause of what is causing a person to be overweight, the person will fall back into old patterns Mm. and old habits. And so that's what we do in mindset coaching. We have a look at the core problem rather than looking at the symptoms which is perhaps you know i feel overweight and so i'm going to go and take these actions to fix these symptoms these are the symptoms of a thought process Um, and so i would encourage anyone who is trying to make a lot of change in their life is to take that deeper 
step into the equation and have a think about what it is that they're thinking and what it, the emotions are that's creating the actions that are giving them the results. That is superb. That's well said. And um, to anyone out there who is listening, I do hope that this helps you one way or the other. And uh, I would encourage you to share this episode with whoever you think might actually need to listen to this or can make use of these tips and advices. And uh, going forward, uh, Tony, if anyone would like to reach out to you on social media, how can they do so? Uh, on Instagram, you can find me as the Mindset Curator or Tony Saloy. That's great. And do you have perhaps any email if they would like to email you? Yeah, you can email me on tony.saloy at gmail.com. All right, guys, you heard that. He said it, and that's just that. And that's going to be it for today. We would love and appreciate your feedbacks and comments about this. Do not uh, hesitate to reach out to us in any ways whatsoever, and we'll be more than happy to interact with you in a very progressive and, of course, uh, productive way. Thank you very much, Tony, for being online today, and I look forward to having you on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to hearing from anyone who is wanting to take that journey into their mind. That's great, guys. You heard it, and that's it. Thank you very much, and have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Bye.